0: And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness, one story at a time, for the causes that tie us all together. Reframing the view and rewriting the definition of disability on and off stage Keely Catwells, founder and CEO of C-Talent, is redefining disability as it's been previously seen and heard in entertainment. She's built a platform for those with disabilities to take center stage and claim the spotlight they more than deserve. Seeing is believing. This, it seems, should be reverse-engineered sometimes, though after all seeing is just one of our six senses if we count them out we've got what we've got taste smell vision hearing touch and awareness so just because you can't see something doesn't mean that it doesn't exist uh so please share keely about invisible disability and your intimate experience with it
1: yeah thank you so much so i definitely have struggled with the that nuance I think of you know that whole thing because you can't see it people often don't believe it and I struggled with misdiagnosis and being undiagnosed for a very long time Um, and especially I was I used to be a dancer and that's when I got sick and i just remember going from doctor to doctor and you know waiting this to waiting this but every single person and consultant or doctor or nurse that i would see would be like oh you know it's an eating disorder and you know just that frustrating thing of even if i did have an eating disorder they were treating it so badly i think there's such a there's so much misinformation about um mental illness about Um, invisible disabilities or hidden disabilities or non-apparent disabilities or whichever term that one prefers to use and I just remember being like not taken seriously for so so long and it was only when things got so bad that people started to take me seriously and I've definitely learned never ever judge a book by its cover, never ever judge what anyone is going through because you will never know the deep depths of someone's situation. So, um, so yeah, I, I became disabled when I was 17 and now have a permanent kind of hidden disability, but not hidden. If you see my stomach, it's very weird. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, interesting nuances for sure.
0: Yeah, well, and, and so many of us are, are in that boat, right? Um, and so, so let's talk for a moment, you know, misguided, misinformed, mistake, misdiagnosis is a mistake that happens far too often and we're guilty of, right? We're guilty of faking before we're acknowledged innocence. As a result of someone not checking boxes that couldn't be checked for diagnosis that was suspect. So how do we validate those who can't find validation? How, how do we reach those who um, aren't being reached?
1: I mean, I. I think there are so many broken systems in this world that we live in and I think we have to stand up for each other and I know kind of stand up is relatively ableist and comes from ableist language but take action together and I think it shouldn't be on the individual. I remember fighting so so hard and that itself put so much strain on my health and I just didn't feel like I could speak to anyone, didn't feel like I could get the support from anyone because I didn't think anyone would understand. And I think it was actually only when I turned to social media and created a social media page that I actually found a community of people who were dealing with what I was dealing with and I didn't feel as lonely. And as a collective, even though we weren't together, it was all via social media. I could share my experiences. They would share what worked for them. I'd share what worked for me, share resources, approaches. So I think, Taking that on a bigger scale and working as a as a team. Not necessarily, you know, everyone has to have the same lived experience. Of course not. We all have very different experiences. But really, getting allies on board and, and working together to make that systemic change. I think that's crucial.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It's about community, right? Like coming together to, and supporting one another. Um, so you, you are not just a woman. I am not just a race. We are not just our disability. We are beyond all of that. When it comes to disability, how do we break the barriers and omit that from our definition and reference? How do we shift from the deaf
1: girl to the girl? How do we do that? I think it starts with, it all starts with accessibility. It all starts with access. So at Seed Talent, we go by the social model of disability where we're not disabled because of our impairments, but we're disabled because of the social barriers that surround us. For instance, you know, when I've got everything I need or my medical supplies, I'm not disabled. But when I don't have any of my medical supplies or, you know, I can't get access to, to those or to what I need, then I'm disabled by society. So I think, there's also that stigma of like sure like i'm a disabled entrepreneur and i'm damn proud of it it's taken a lot of time to definitely get to the point of like i'm proud of being a disabled entrepreneur i'm proud of being a disabled person i think if we disassociate and manage to get rid of those stigmas and stereotypes then we can be identified as whatever we want and we can identify as like no matter if they're there or not but we can identify as like disabled people but it shouldn't be looked down as it shouldn't be looked down on as it is. I think there's a lot of negative connotations to the word disabled because of the misinformation, the stereotypes and the stigmas that have been portrayed about us or written by non-disabled people or told about non-disabled people just in history. I mean, we could go back years and years and years, like decades or even centuries of like, where did we go wrong? Where did the, where did disabled people get all of this horrible like stigmas and stereotypes so i think rather than taking the emphasis of disassociating ourselves from the word disabled i think it's disassociating the the stigmas and stereotypes from the word so we can be loud and proud about our identities
0: yeah no that's and that's a great great point um to to own it right to stand in that and to be present in that and um but just change the reference that's associated I, I love that um you know so so next question uh for you and actually as I was writing up this question I couldn't help but break into song I'm like so close yet so far away like with my hand like I actually had in my <laughs> so I love uh, it <laughs> you know a bit hollow notes-ish um but in wondering where we're at it seems like when it comes to the conversation about disability that so many people are talking, yet so few are actually doing. So what are your thoughts? Are we so close? Can you feel it? Can you taste it to where we need to be? Or are we so far away?
1: I think both. I mean, we, I think in terms of like legislation, for instance, obviously the ADA and in the UK, the Equalities Act. These pieces of legislation are so crucial and so important but I feel like society has got so stuck in this rut of like comfortability like it's there that's cool we're just let's be compliant and then we're good or there's laws in place we're good totally fine you know and I think people completely miss the fact that we're people we're humans and we're not always gonna you know be tied to to the laws, like we've got needs and wants and desires outside of what those laws currently provide us, they're still so restrictive. And I think that in other systems and policies and procedures within companies as they're getting built, that gets lost, the human aspect of disability, the human aspect of people who are disabled gets lost. So I think there has been so much action and there has been so many trailblazing disability activists who have got us to this point today where we are so lucky that I feel so lucky to live in a world where I don't have to struggle near as much as I would have done if this was like me 10 years ago or 30 years ago, however long. But that being said, we still have so much work to do in terms of representation in terms of policies, systems, procedures, and even laws still. I mean, you know, eliminating laws like 14C, which is a law that still allows disabled people in many states to be paid sub-minimum wage. So I also think we need to look at the conversation rather than being equal, but being equitable. I think that often, that term often gets misconstrued. So we need equity, we need true equity. We don't need special treatment. We don't always necessarily need equal but we need equity equity you know uh it's i always have that picture in my mind of when those people are standing on the on the step i don't know if you've seen that image it's such a great way of like visualizing that difference um but yes people need to definitely keep those conversations going but take action from those conversations and i love seeing all of the movements that come out and you know companies taking pledges and doing various different things but Mm -hmm. let's actually make action that can be as small as having live captions on your videos rather than, you know, automated captions are great, but let's go beyond compliance. And why don't instead of just wearing like a shirt that says I support this cause, it's actually making sure that everyone who's attending the rally or attending the event has access to it. So I think it's going beyond just Compliance and going beyond words, as you say.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love that, right? Because it is—it's something that needs to be nuanced. It's not just like, "Hey, I check the boxes. Look, like I, I'm good." It, it's beyond that. Um, so, yeah. What? So, I want to talk for a moment about C talent. About C talent. So, your words. Your words. I believe to change the world, we have to learn to tell and listen to a new set of stories about the world we want to create in accessible spaces and with authentic voices. Right, so right, number one, beautifully written, beautifully written. Um, please tell us about C-Talent and the work that you're doing to redefine disability.
1: Thank you. So I, as I mentioned, I, went through so many health issues and kind of cut a long story short became disabled when I was 17 years old and I was in love with the entertainment industry I'd been my entire life so passionate about it and then all of a sudden I lost a job because of ableism in Hollywood and I quickly realized that this problem of me losing a job is much bigger than me in this one job this problem is systemic this problem is not just tied to this industry this problem is huge so i obviously was very disappointed and took a long time to get over the fact that i lost a job because of my lived experience or because of my new situation with disability but then put into practice some different things i'd learned in the entertainment industry and started representing talent and helping disabled talent get work and educating those companies on how to create access for our talent so they can go on set and just concentrate on the work. They don't have to worry about not having access to something or educating the people they're on set with, but they can go on set and just do their job of what they're actually there to do. So slowly but surely we started this company called C Talent and representing disabled actors initially, and then we went to representing behind-the-camera talent as well, um, and then now influencers, filmmakers, kind of the whole, the whole gamut of different talent. And we also consult for companies, helping them become accessible and inclusive beyond compliance. And now adding kind of tech to our business. So really, it's evolving so much. And I. I think as well, the disabled community is always constantly evolving and I'm always learning something new. And I just, I really want this industry to not just have on-screen representation of the world that we live in, but also make sure that they are putting in gold practices of accessibility internally in their corporate structures. It's accessible, it's inclusive. So, you know, as I say, really just creating something and a system that society can look at and be like, we should do that too, you know, sorry. Yeah, yeah. phone is going on, terrible, <laughs> so unprofessional. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it happens, my cat's downstairs meowing, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, and I love how you said, you know, that other industries, they can see what you're doing here in the entertainment industry and other industries can look and see the example that you're setting and, you know, learn um, and, and adapt. Uh, you know as, as is needed
1: for sure. yeah we have so much power right i think it also gets kind of forgotten that we are literally seeing media advertisement entertainment film tv whatever it may be every single day everywhere like we can't get away from it anymore and it has so much power and it can influence so many and so much it can literally influence laws policies people's thoughts and for generations to come too, I think it's yeah. such a powerful means of getting a message across.
0: Absolutely, and that is an incredible point. Um, and so important for people to get is that not only what's in the news, but what's not in the news, what's on screen and what's not on screen. And so it has to be seen, it has to be talked about, it has to be shared and in the right way, right? So it's not enough to just say, hey, you know, check some boxes on screen, there you go. It has to be, but how? Are they on screen or behind you know the camera? So um so uh allow me to sing your praises for a moment. Okay. I'm gonna take a deep breath here. So <laughs> <laughs> Keely. CEO and founder of C-Talent, named a Forbes 30 Under 30 Entertainment honoree, Diana Award winner, an Adweek Young Influential, GBEA Young Entrepreneur of the Year, appointed as an advisory board member to Lady Gaga's Born This Way Foundation, a Forbes contributor, speaker as disability subject matter expert for the companies and organizations, including, let me just take a breath, (laughs) the Lego Group, United Nations, Google, UCLA, NBC, Vitmob, Advertising Week, No Barriers USA, Toronto International Film Festival, Cannes Film Festival, The Valuable 500, and Virgin Media's Ultraviolet Event, among others. Okay, I'm exhausted just listing all the amazing (laughs) things that you've done and continue to do. What is next? What is next for Keely? What is next for C-Talent? What are you so excited about that's next?
1: Thank you. I am so excited that we are working with and learning from and creating with so many different incredible disabled artists in front and behind the camera and also internally at Talent, new talent managers coming up through the ranks. And just I feel like working with the community to help open some doors wider and help open some doors to just such an untapped pool of talent that hasn't had the opportunity to shine in so many ways before. And that is not just down to us or my work. This is down to an entire community fighting for so, so long to get in the door. So I'm really excited that we can be a small part of such a big thing and such a big movement. So we are consistently growing. We are building out our departments right now and we're actually also working to get a bill passed in Michigan, to hopefully enable us to build a film studio, an accessible studio designed with disabled people in mind um, in the South, in the Midwest, Southwest, Midwest. Um, So I'm super excited about that. And just, I just love learning from the talent that we work with. I think every day is just such a joy to be able to work with people who who you can empathize with and also you want to see on screen, like you are the future. I think that's super exciting.
0: That's amazing. It's incredible work. And the fact that you're just evolving in real time, you know, um, just speaks to, to the need that's there. So, you know, I just can't thank you enough for taking time today, Keely, to share your thoughts, to share your experiences and to help all of us become just that much more aware now. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it so much.
0: And we'll see you soon in Michigan, yeah? (laughs)
1: Yes!
0: (laughs) Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are Aware Now.